Yo, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I am your boy, Stevie Jobber. And I'm your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Yes, sir. We got something brand new and special to uh, end off the year, kick off the new year. We're doing something I wanted to do for a long time. I'm not quite sure what the name is going to be yet, but I'm thinking we call it Booking Battles. Yes. So the concept is we both have a story, a a story unique to us. Mm -hmm. We have different timelines. And over these timelines, we basically give you the booking to get to one main goal. In the episode uh this pod, we focused on the January pay-per-view of the Royal Rumble. Um, and I am gonna start us off since it was my idea. So mm-hmm. I'll volunteer to make all the mistakes first. Only um fair. only fair. Uh my story, guys, is Nakamura wins the rumble. That's right. Shinsuke Nakamura, I'm going to build from the start of January, literally the day one edition of Raw, all the way down to the 28th, and give you the play-by-play of how Nakamura pulls this off. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start week one. It's 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 a long build over this month, so we want to start with a very strong starting promo. It's going to be one of Nakamura's Red Room, you know, Boiler Room promos, where he's talking mainly in in Japanese. But it's just going to be him slowly listing all of his accolades uh, from Japan through the WWE. So Nakamura goes, you know, three-time IWGP world champion, five-time IWGP intercontinental champion, three-time WWE intercontinental champion, two-time United States champion, Royal Rumble. All this in in Japanese. The IWGP stuff is kind of explanatory, but he's 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 saying all this in his you know classic Red Room Japanese uh, speaking. He says twenty eight days until I rewrite history. Never. World Heavyweight Champion. But this time, and now he switches to English, no one will get in my way. End of the promo. That's it for the first week. 
You know, he was a fan. Some of these new fans are just hearing Nakamura. Oh, he what? He really was that big in Japan. I didn't know he did that much here. He's been a five-time, you know, mid-card champion. Just kind of reminding the people of who Nakamura is. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, given that first impression of, oh, Nakamura is going to be in the Rumble. That'll be cool. Second week. We got to really drive this point, start to drive this point home. Second promo. First time he said 28 days. This time it's a short promo. He starts and says 21 days. I will strike first with powerful vengeance. You will all fall to the king. Boom. Promo over. That was cool. Through the night, you see Chad Gable and Otis get laid out. Don't know who it's by. But as people are rushing in, you see Nakamura off in the background, walking off. Back turn. Later that night, let me look at my notes. There's a lot of notes. This is long stuff. Later that night, you catch Bronson Reed arguing with our truth And from behind Bronson Reed comes Nakamura with a chair. Truth runs. He lays Bronson Reed out and shots him between his knee in the in the in the brick wall along the alley is stomping them down. Security has to rush in. Uh Adam Pierce is like, get out of here, man. Go home now, or I'll suspend you. Nakamura's totally disgusted. He's going back to kick him. He's having to get pushed away by security. He doesn't care. He's walking off. You think that's the end. Judgment Day is on their way out for the main event match. Shinsuke closes the door to the Judgment Day locker room. In the event, Damian Priest, Dominic, and JD McDonough are out there. Finn stays back in the locker room when Nakamura sneaks in. Camera cuts later to Nakamura dragging Balor out to the stage, beating down. Insulting him, doing the uh, the bullet club hands. Laying him out, pissing off the judgment day, ending the show. Like, oh, he's he's serious. He's attacking everybody. Mm-hmm. Nakamura is just letting loose on whoever he comes across. So the next week, we don't get a Nakamura promo. But we're getting Nakamura versus Finn Balor. That'll be probably main event to hour one. Maybe start at hour two, start at nine o'clock hour. No, 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 no. End of the end of the nine o'clock hour. Right before 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Cause we're gonna build the eight to nine and nine to the match. 
with Nakamura slowly striking down all the guys in Judgment Day. The show opens with Balor giving his promo with Judgment Day behind him as a collective. Coming at his old friend. I understand what this means to you, but you've crossed the wrong path. And tonight, I'm going to put you back in your place. And then segment by segment, he takes down JD. He takes down Dom. He catches Priest right before the match. Mm -hmm. And we get a solo, Balor versus Nakamura. Give him a solid 20 minutes, fall a little bit into the the, uh, 10 o'clock hour. And have Shinsuke miss to the face to get DQ'd. Strikes knock him, strikes, uh, strikes Finn Balor with the Kinshasa and goes to the outside, gets a kendo stick, starts wailing on him. Security has to come out again. Pierce gets on the microphone. If you pull this again, I'm suspending you and you won't be in the rumble. I'm sick of this. You can't just be running rampant over here. And Nakamura keeps saying, respect. I want my respect. I want my respect. Mm-hmm. We move into the go-home show. Nakamura's got one promo. Small, short, sweet. It's a long shot of the boiler room. It's a replay of the stuff he did the past couple weeks, just striking down on everyone he can. He's taken out Chad, Otis, Damian, JD, uh, uh, Bronson Reed, you know, take made an example out of Finn Balor. His last promo, he says, six days. No hesitation. No more waiting. Only greatness. Only winning. Only gold is fit for the king. Mm-hmm. The king of strong style. And we don't see Balor the rest of the night until the main event. Because let's face it, it's the go-home show to the Royal Rumble. If we don't have a giant brawl in the ring, we're not really doing it justice. Agreed. So Nakamura is going to be gone. That promo, we're going to have it right in that 8 o'clock hour for one of the first things to knock out of the way. Mm-hmm. And you won't see him the whole night until the main event. And we're going to flub the finish. <laughs> and we're going to have Nakamura come in out of nowhere because he's been striking on the whole roster the past month. And he's going to nail uh, somebody that's probably going to end up being Seth Rollins right in the face. And now we're, everything's clicking. Because Nakamura has been attacking people all Rumble. He's getting a really big push. He's going to do a really cool stuff in the Rumble. That by now we know. And we get why it kind of may make sense, but let's face it at this point, everybody's like, I, they're giving Nakamura a really good convincing push, but I don't think 
at this point, you're probably thinking, shoot, the Judgment Day are probably going to take him out. Mm-hmm. But it isn't until Nakamura lays the Kinshasa on Seth Rollins that it kind of clicks that, like, oh, Seth didn't even start looking beatable until Nakamura said he knew about his back. If Nakamura does win, he literally would be rewriting the story of him losing to Seth Rollins. Mm Mm-hmm. And yes, maybe it's a little, uh, it's a little self-serving because I watched the payback match with him and Nakamura and was very upset Nakamura lost. But think about the storytelling, listing the accolades, mm-hmm. how long he's waited, how much he has to do with Cody, how much he has to do with Seth finally looking weak while still looking so strong. Think about him then running through the Judgment Day, the leaders of Raw, and then nailing Seth Rollins to start the Rumble Brawl that's going to ensue after. Nakamura is a key ingredient. So now we get to the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Nakamura is number 17. I'm not going to give you the whole rundown of the Rumble. We don't have time for that. But needless to say, Nakamura makes it to number five, uh, uh, to the final five. Mm -hmm. Nakamura comes in at 17. I think we start Gunther at two again to start off the Rumble. Um, and those two are kind of the two driving points I'll start with. Gunther comes in at two. I imagine Nakamura coming in at 17, both of them making it to the final five. Final five, Gunther, Nakamura, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, Randy Orton. Dream five, just, but these are all people you would expect to win. Mm -hmm. The point is this is to book Nakamura because he has to be booked as an underdog, even pushing him the way we've been pushing him in the, in these, in these past few weeks up against the other names I just mentioned, still very much the underdog, which is why it's going to work. So the play by play with the final five. Starting with the elimination of Gunther. Once we reach the final five and we get a good pinpoint corner, 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 Gunther in the middle. Everyone realizes the most dangerous man in the ring is Gunther. And they jump Gunther because you have to. And Gunther's going crazy at this point he's he's lasted over an hour he's tired he's been beating down a lot of people eliminating a lot of people he's exhausted and he's got four of the best guys beating him down and gunther starts going crazy the chops the 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 boots the drop kicks 
taking everybody out one by one by one. And then CM Punk comes in, chop block to the back of his leg. He drops to a knee. Shinsuke Nakamura runs the Kinshasa. And exhausted Cody Rhodes grabs Gunther to throw him out. He takes a beat. Randy Orton comes in as Cody turns. He's a viper. He's got to take the opportunity. RKO to Cody Rhodes. But before Randy can finish celebrating to throw Cody over, Punk, ever the opportunist, tosses out Randy Orton. At this point, we got three men left in the ring. Mm-hmm. Nakamura, CM Punk, and Cody Rhodes. Still the underdog, Nakamura. CM Punk takes a beat. And uh, let me make sure I got all this right. CM Punk takes a beat, realizes there's an RKO Cody Rhodes in the middle of the ring. Looks at Nakamura. Nakamura's down in the corner. Hey, you got it. Let's get this over with. Punk grabs Cody, goes to toss him out. Classic reversal. Cody Rhodes ends up tossing Punk over the ropes at the last second. Cody and Punk exchange a look. He got him. Cody turns around. Lock size with Nakamura. They go at it for a little bit. Cody ducks. Cody ducks this first kick, gets hit with the second kick. You know that classic Nakamura uh, 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 redirection. Mm-hmm. If anybody knows the kick that I'm talking about, if you're a fan of Nakamura, where he kind of fakes you out and then hits you with the with his other foot in this like spinning wheel kick motion. Um, but he gets Cody down. Goes to give him the Kinshasa. Cody ducks. Runs over to the top rope. Nakamura runs back through. Going to Kinshasa him over the top rope to eliminate Cody Rhodes. But Cody ducks. Pulls the rope down. Nakamura goes flying over the top. But he grabs the top rope. Hangs on. Cody goes to give him a jab. A jab. Dust the elbow. Rolls it up. Missed to the face. Poison Miss Cody grabs him by his now poison Miss stained blonde hair and rolls him over the top rope to win the Royal Rumble. Into a chorus of boos. Nakamura is laughing, sitting on the very edge of the ring. He ju- he almost got eliminated from. Royal Rumble winner for a second time. (laughs) To go one-on-one with Seth Rollins again. A more ruthless, a more core Nakamura. By any means necessary, Nakamura that knows the kryptonite to Superman. On the grandest stage of them all. The Japanese king. The man 
you know what? I like it. I do have one thing I would change, and it's not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but it's in the rumble. Okay. So when they go through that exchange in the final two, where they're ducking mm-hmm. the finishers and doing everything, Cody ducks the Kinshasa. Hits Nakamura with whatever move he hits him with, right? Mm. Goes to do the Cody cutter. When he jumps off that rope to go into the Cody cutter, Nakamura does the Kinshasa to the back of the head. That would be Cody. That'd be a great spot. And that's how Cody gets tossed out. That would be a great spot. Or as soon as Cody jumps on the rope, Nakamura mm. does the Kinshasa and sends him flying over. and sends him over. That'd be but that that would be the only thing I would change in that. Okay, just so I fit the poison mist in there, we'll hit it back. Cody ducks the Kinshasa, goes to hit the Cody cutter. Nakamura Kinshasa's him, or to he roll could... him over the top, but Cody holds on Shawn Michaels style. Oh, uh, and when yeah. he goes to roll himself back up. Mm-hmm. Not poison missed him in the face. Okay, okay. That that's then you can hit that move where Cody's gonna pull himself up and Nakamura goes, No, yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and that and, and that's what that's what lets it go. That's what lets him let go of the ropes. I and that's funny. Okay, I'll take that. I think that's a great that's a great call on the fly. All right. I like That'd I like your booking style. Alternative way. That's a way better way to end the rumble because then you're I, really not seeing it coming. I, I like the booking style. So that's it. So I'm gonna book mine real quick, and we're gonna book this from the week before the Royal Rumble to let's do the week before Elimination Chamber. Okay. Week before Rumble, so the go-home show of the Rumble to the go-home show of the Elimination Chamber. Let's do it. So this is going to be how we get a new story, or not even a new story, just whose story it's been all along, and we just didn't know. Mm-hmm. The one to dethrone the tribal chief, the head of the table, not Jay Uso, not Cody Rhodes, but Solo Sokoa. And we're going to start this the Friday night before the Rumble. Roman Reigns is in the ring with Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman, and Jimmy Uso with his bloodline. Says he doesn't care who wins the Royal Rumble. It could be anyone. No one is going to step to him. No one is going to dethrone him. And no one is going to stop this history-making run. Mm. We then cut to a plethora of superstars coming out to the ring, staking their claim. Your L.A. Knights... Your Bobby Lashley's. Yeah. Your Andrade's. Or not Andrade's. Your um, Santos Escobar's. Santos Escobar's. 
Um, and your Randy Orton's. Mm. Got to. You got to include Randy in there. So with all these people in the ring, Randy then makes the point. Anyone in this ring could potentially win the Rumble and dethrone Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Starts naming off everyone. It could be L.A. Knight. It could be me. It could be Bobby. Probably won't be Santos. <laughs> Hell, it could be someone in your own bloodline. It could be Jimmy. It could be Solo. Roman then runs down everybody in the ring. It ain't going to be Randy. It won't be L.A. It won't be. Every- he names everyone. And then the one person he names and points to especially are the people in his own bloodline, Jimmy and Solo. And Solo just cuts him a look. Walks forward. And then just goes back. A brawl ensues in the ring. People getting tossed out, getting hit with finishers, if you will, this, that, and the other. Final two people in the ring, Roman and Solo. This time, Roman is behind Solo. Solo then sees the universal title laying there in the ring. Picks up the universal title and just looks at it. Roman then just steps in front of him. Solo looks at Roman. Doesn't even look back at the title. And then just places the title on Roman's shoulder. Dusts it off a little bit. Roman's music hits. We make it to the Royal Rumble. Final five in the ring. Solo, Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso, Randy Orton, mm. CM Punk. Somebody's about to have a field day. So we get to the final five, you know, brawls and sue, if you will. Mm-hmm. CM Punk is then attacked by an outside member. Not of the bloodline, just somebody who's not even in the Rumble and gets eliminated by this person. That person being Seth Rollins. Oh, snap. Final four. Makes sense. Randy, Jimmy, Solo. And who was the other one I named? Um, it was Randy, Jimmy, Solo. J- Jimmy J. I think Solo, I just gave a Jimmy, final four. J- Solo, Jimmy, J, Randy. Well, let's just go. That's the final four. That's the final right. four. We'll cut that. Okay. Final four. Randy, Jimmy, J, Solo. Yeah, because Punk just got eliminated. Yeah, so that's the four. Randy, Jimmy, J, Solo. Okay, so yeah, that's our two on two. Jimmy is the next one eliminated. Mm-hmm. Then J is the next one eliminated. Because so Randy and Jay go back and forth. Randy right. eliminates Jay. Solo then quickly, not even just a stare down, Solo quickly eliminates Randy. 
Whoa. Solo wins the Royal Rumble. It's just almost immediately. Just almost immediately. We then cut to the next SmackDown. Roman doesn't even acknowledge Solo has won the Rumble. He just says it's a good night for the bloodline. Victories all around. Roman could have had a title match that he won. And then we throw in Solo won the Rumble. So you know what this means. The bloodline will hold all the gold. Mm -hmm. With Roman as the WWE Undisputed Universal Champion. And Solo Sokoa having his choice. At either the World Heavyweight title. Or the NXT Championship. And then, you know, they they go backstage. They conversate. Roman hypes Solo up. I want the best for you. I want you to do something that not even your tribal chief has accomplished. Beats up Romans. No. Put him even less than that. I want you to go to NXT. Solo just gives him a look. How much disrespect. Now, we're going to build this with Solo not even having a match. Yo, the disrespect. Solo says, okay. Now, Roman's going to celebrate with his bloodline. We've all had our victories. We've all had our fun. Let's celebrate as a family. Solo, do us a favor. Go see if the car is ready. We're going to go out and celebrate on the tribal chief. Solo Mm -hmm. goes to check if the car is ready. It's Jimmy, the wise man, and Roman still in the room. Wise man, you make sure Solo knows what he's doing. Sometimes he doesn't always know. Sometimes he's not smart enough for his own good. All that muscle. Can't think for himself. You make sure. He makes it perfectly clear. He's going after the NXT World Championship. Meanwhile, in the midst of all this. Solo still standing out there. Comes back into the room mid-conversation. Car's ready. Mm. They all just look around at each other. Let's go. Then we get Solo going to NXT. Solo, you know, beats up the NXT world champion, whoever that may be at the time. Decimates Mm. a couple people down there. Then here's Paul Heyman on the phone having a conversation with Roman. This was the perfect plan, my tribal chief. Solo Sokoa will be nowhere near the undisputed universal championship, nor Mm. should he ever be. He is not ready to lay claim to the island of relevancy. We then cut because Solo still hasn't made his choice. He's just been doing Solo things, being a loyal soldier. 
We then cut to the show before Elimination Chamber. We have our chamber match for who's going to be challenging for whatever title that Solo doesn't Mm. pick. We have a contract signing. There's three contracts laid out on a table with the three GMs there. Adam Pierce, HBK, Nick Aldis. Bloodline's there. Everybody's there. Solo picks up the raw contract. Breaks it in half. Launches it. Whatever. Picks up the NXT contract. Picks up the pen. Tosses the pen, breaks the contract, tosses the contract, whatever happened. Roman just looks around, looks at everybody. Samoan spiked to Jimmy. Looks at Paul, looks at Roman. Roman tries to do the Superman punch. Solo ducks it. Spike the Roman. Solo then picks up the SmackDown contract. Pushes Nick Aldis in the corner. Signs the contract on Nick Aldis's chest. <laughs> Gently hands the contract to Paul Heyman. Just looks at him, walks out the ring. We are then set up at WrestleMania in the main event of night two. Solo Sokoa versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed Universal Championship. Fire. And we still kind of planted a nugget for Seth Rollins with CM Punk, but that wasn't still, the one still, we were booking. Still put that in there. That still wasn't the that one we were booking. Still put that in there. We were booking Solo. See, I'm glad you said Roman. I don't know if he'd have beat Dragonoff. <laughs> no, no, but he he just Bye. goes to NXT no, and and still does solo things. You know, whoops everybody yeah. down, street enforcer. And we did all that without putting Solo in a single match. Just making him look dominant. In True. The Just look strong. Yeah. The entire time. We don't need Roman in a match. We don't want to put Roman in matches because we want to save him. We're going to save Solo too. Just let Solo be Solo. You got to make him feel like he's on that level. And then after the elimination chamber, after all is said and done, he cuts his first promo by himself. At that mm. point, it don't even matter if the promo is amazing. It can just be he's already because you know this man is gonna whoop some ass. You know yeah, he's yeah, gonna yeah. be Samoa Joe times two. God, this is gonna be good, so strong. Cause you think how strong Jay's booked. Solo's gonna be a monster. And solo's yeah. not even the one to eliminate Jay. Yeah. I'm sure at some point Jay could give him the nod of approval, like hey. It wasn't my time. It's what it is. It was, 
Yeah. yeah. Shoot, I could see them. Well, no, it's post it's post Rumble, but I could definitely see them having an interaction like before the match with Roman. At Mania backstage mm. or something. I could see Solo like on his way. And Jay pass him. I'll be honest. After I- winning whatever match he was in. And looking at Solo and him stopping and being like, get him loose. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I could even probably see Solo or Jay helping Solo in a way. Like Jimmy trying to come out and interfere. And Did you see the Jay... Usos reuniting to take down Roman? Just for one time only? One yeah. time only. Solo, the new tribal chief? Like Solo, like Roman go out there with Jimmy and Paul. Mm-hmm. And solo go dolo. <laughs> and 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 solo be like holding his own and then Roman's about to cheat and Jimmy turns on him because he's like, You're not about to cheat on family mm-hmm. like that. And then Jay end up Jay end up coming out of nowhere and super kicking him after he like mushes Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you tell me what I can't do. Boom, turns around right into a super kick. Then it's like, oh shit, Usos double super kick. That was that back in the ring for solo. We might beef with each other, but ain't nobody fucking with baby brother. Listen. And that'd be the thing. Young. And Ooh. that'd be what they say. Right. We and then both of them be pounding on the ring. Like, but don't nobody mess with baby brother. Meanwhile, baby brother out here bigger than the both of them. Facts. That'd be fire. And then the Usos holding solo up on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And he win. The true leader of the bloodline. It all came together. That'd be fine. It's been bro. solo all along. You're right. That's Michael Cole's big line for the credits. Uh... <laughs> That'd be fire. That'd be fire. All right, man. I think we've said all we can say. Yeah. Um, uh, this this I was, a this good, was fun. Uh, yeah, this was a good booking, good booking battle. And I feel yeah. like I feel like we may be able to do this as a two-parter. Yeah. It might have to be either a bigger event or a little bigger than a month, but this was definitely this was definitely fun. We were yeah, definitely yeah. able to tell a good cohesive story through this. Mm-hmm. I dig that. I dig and that. I think a lot. we managed I think we managed to get two and a half stories out of this too in a way. Yeah, because we kind of we kind of I booked mine, you booked yours, and we kind of booked solo's ending story to mania together. Yeah, we kind of booked two and a half stories in Offside. Yeah, you guys got an extra story out of us because we're too, <laughs> we're so bad at fantasy booking. For real, we'll just keep going forever. But, oh, but this was this was great, man. Yeah, man. If you guys like this, let us know what you thought about it. If you didn't like it, still anyway, let us know what you thought about it. If there's somebody you want us to fantasy book too, drop it in the comments. Let us know. We are otherwise- super open to ideas. Yeah, you never know. I might want to book our truth to win a world title. You never know. That would be a great that might that might have to be for a Patreon. For real. But that's a quality story. As always, guys, make sure you link up with us on all of our platforms: Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Make sure you check out dangerousdriverswebsite.com. Get at us on X, formerly known as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere that you can. Hop on a social media platform, listen to music, listen to a podcast. You can link up with us. But 
that is it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you guys stay up. Make sure you guys stay blessed. And as always, stay, stay dangerous. dangerous. People have been asking me to be the best in the world. Why, Eddie, why? why?